You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. There was once a dream. You could only whisper it. Anything more than a whisper, and it would vanish. A battle between good and evil. You don't know the power of the dark side. Where shall I find a new adversary so close to my own level? Try the local sewer. You know of the rebellion against the Empire? The Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. One of these days, I'm going to have a stick of my own. I'm Groot. Welcome to the Neverland Podcast. The podcast for lovers of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Please welcome your host, Jeremy. I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I can fly. All it takes is faith and trust. Well, if it isn't the Star Spangled Man with a plan, what is your plan today? Up to Neverland! <laughs> Do 
only four times. Come on! Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Wouldn't it be cool if I maybe met a shark when I'm in school? No. Or an angelfish if you would they have wings? I don't think so.
Thankful it was just a little one. <gasps> oh, 
Hey, watch this. Boy, boy. Dory, I have an idea. Uh, uh, Penny. Ooh, game, pick me, pick me. First one out of the jellyfish without touching the tentacle swings. Ready, set, go. Better move fast if you want to win.
to Disney and beyond. So, all right, so we have something different and sort of special for y'all. Uh, because, of course, y'all know I've only been there once. But it's always good to get some good travel tips, and I'm thinking some of these tips because I was sitting and talking to uh, – uh, she's basically family because y'all, y'all know Lost Boy Philip. This is Lost Boy Philip's sister, Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hi. <laughs> and so Philip's little sister is my little sister. That's the way this works because we've just known each other since I was seven. Really? <laughs> since when I've known your family that long. <laughs> So we're all just family anyway. But uh, well, this week we were sitting out talking and Debbie's got all kinds of useful tips that I thought would be very handy. And so part of this is that I want to keep track of this because I still want to get myself down there. And poor, poor Pixie Heather has never gotten to go down there to Walt Disney World or even yet some good stuff on Disneyland even. But uh, you go frequently and you have all these different little tips we were talking about there. And I thought, well, golly, we need to just share this with all the Neverlanders. So here you are. <laughs> Yep, here I am <laughs> with all of my knowledge. <laughs> I'm not really that knowledgeable. I just like to go and we go at least once a year um, to Disney World and Disneyland. So, yeah, so that's that's more trips than I have. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you also have a YouTube channel. You're doing like a, some a do it yourself Disney type of thing. Yes, um, Disney dweeb. And it's just a lot of Disney DIY little projects and stuff and then um there'll probably be some other like uh walt disney history type stuff and i'm also this is kind of interesting but i'm doing some uh, disney asmr related videos so <laughs> <laughs> we won't get too far into that no <laughs> that, no we can weird a lot of people out really <laughs> that's fast. right that's right but i just love <laughs> disney so it's anything disney related <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, people are now like, what is ASMR and Googling and going, really? Because you're going to yeah. find all kinds of stuff in there. So, <laughs> yeah, you've been warned. So if you want to do that Google dip, deep dive, I'm not the one that recommended it. You have so, been warned. <laughs> you have been warned. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think one of the, and the one of the first things you were talking about is there's a difference between like the Walt Disney World Fast Pass Plus system, which there have been a lot of complaints about. And personally, I, I would be frustrated with having to book something six months in yes. advance and then trying to schedule my vac- I mean, that sounds like a year old Danny Tanner type of thing where you're going to schedule your entire vacation <laughs> and then have to follow it. I mean, when I went, uh, it, it was before they had the uh, the uh, the magic bands and you would just we could walk around the park and, oh, this one doesn't have too much of a line. Let's go ahead and get on this attraction. And if the next one had too much of a line, like, OK, let's grab this little ticket and we'll come back to it at this certain time. And you could you could kind of plan as you go. And that worked a lot better. And so Disneyland has a max pass, which I guess is somewhat similar to that system. Yes. I mean, okay. So um, with Disneyland, you still get the fast passes where you can go up to like the little kiosk, like you were talking about and put your ticket in and get your printout ticket. Okay. But with max pass, you're paying extra for your ticket. So when, I went in November, it was actually $10 per person per day, but now they've upped the price to 15. So it's, yeah. I realized everybody liked it. Exactly. Go figure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they've upped the price to 15, but I still think it's worth it because like, so my mom and I, we were just flying in to see family. We only had one day to do Disneyland. And so we went to, we got like our flight got in at nine. By the time we got a rental car and everything, we got to Disneyland at 11 o'clock. And um, we bought the Max Pass and we only stayed till like 9 p.m. So from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., we were able to get every ride we wanted to ride using the Max Pass system in both parks. 
So nice. we were just, yeah, so we were just like hopping back and forth between, you know, Disneyland and California Adventure with our Max Pass. Well, what's super cool about the Max Pass is that you can use you, you use your phone. So you download the app and you schedule your fast passes through the app. And so there's no like like you were talking about going and getting the ticket from the kiosk and then coming back later. Like there's none of that. It's on your app and you can go, oh, look, there's fast passes available for Haunted Mansion or whatever. And you go ahead and schedule it. And then a half hour later, you're eligible for another one. Nice. So just like every half hour, you're just scheduling fast passes on your phone while you're waiting in line or, you know, while you're on a ride or whatever, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's so cool because you're literally just hopping from fast pass line to fast pass line. And, um, um, you know, with Disney world, I think that was my biggest complaint. Like you were talking about, you used to be able to get a lot of fast passes. You could just, you know, put your ticket in, uh, or put your ticket in and then get your fast pass. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now with the magic band, it's limited to like three fast passes for one day. Yeah. And you have to plan it ahead and you yes. gotta hope you're going to get lucky to get into Pandora or star Wars. Oh yeah. I mean, forget it. Forget even getting um, your Pandora fast pass. If you're not going to stay on property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, because if you stay on property, then you get to schedule it 60 days in advance. But if you're not going to stay on property, it's 30 days in advance. And let me tell you, okay, so I have a family with four kids and me and my husband. So there's six of us. And usually we'll take my mom or my one time we've taken um, Lost Boy Phil. Is that what you call him? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we call him the Kryptonian because all Lost Boys have to have a nickname. Okay, and, gotcha. And all of our <laughs> girls, of course, are pixies because girls are too clever. They don't get lost. Okay. Okay. So, so, you know, if we're taking somebody with us, you know, that's a lot of people and you have to get two or more rooms Mm. by the time you add that in, it can get really expensive if you're staying on property. So I like to stay at a condo because we can get a three bedroom condo with a, with like two bathrooms and laundry and all that for way less than staying on property. And so we, that's what we do. Now, where are these condos? What, I mean, what are you, what are you staying at? Is a particular company that you really enjoy over there? Yeah, well, there's one that we've stayed at multiple times because we really, really like it. And it's called Carib Cove. And that's um, C-A-R-I-B-E, Carib Cove. And um, we love it. It's got like this salt water, like infinity pool, a hot tub. Uh, you can rent as many DVDs as you want. So when we're when we're done at the parks, you know, we go in the fall. So the parks will close at nine. Mm. And our kids are like not wanting to go to bed when we get back. <laughs> So, you know, they're like hyped up from the park. So we'll let them go pick out a movie, you know, and we love it. We absolutely love Creep Cove. And, you know, we usually stay around $75 to $100 a night. And that's for three bedrooms, two bathrooms. It's got a full kitchen stocked with like all the stuff that you would need, like dishes and stuff. Um, Yeah. And then it's got like a washer dryer. Um, So it's really, really convenient for us. And you can rent a car. So if you, you can, when you get there, you can go to the store, you can stock up on whatever you want to eat. You can take a drive over to Universal and go get your magic on at Harry Potter. Absolutely. Go Spider-Man. Go driving about an hour to the, the ocean. And, you know, so oh, yeah. you could make a full thing of it because that's Heather's big thing is she just wants to see the ocean. She doesn't care if we get it into a park. She just wants to be able to go down and, and see the ocean. <laughs> well, the ocean is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and which is cool. Uh, but, you know, I think she doesn't 
quite understand the parks because she's never been in one yet. Right. I'm well, working but, on it. But, you know, there's something about just that. Yeah. Just getting to take a day off to kind of decompress because it's a mm-hmm. lot of walking at the parks. Yeah. And, stuff. and you know, there's things like we really love. There's a place that's got food trucks and it's like 200 food trucks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And you just want it so that, you know, we're foodies. So we <laughs> love doing that. <laughs> well, see, if you're doing that much walking, you can go and eat as much as you want. You know, that's true. See? That's true. Do, you, do you know that one time? <laughs> one time I wore a pedometer in the park and um, in Magic Kingdom, we walked 13 miles in one day. Yeek. <laughs> yeah, but you don't notice because you're having so much fun. Right. But then at the end of the day, your feet are saying, ah! Well, not so much. I, I've kind of learned, like, what shoes to wear. <laughs> I haven't because <laughs> by our second day in there, after being in Animal Kingdom, we, we went and we walked all over Animal Kingdom and then tried to go to Epcot. My feet were on fire, and we only got as far as Maelstrom before we just turned around and left, and I went and I soaked in the pool over at the resort <laughs> and trying to get my feet to get the feeling back in them. <laughs> so I missed most of Epcot because I was in agony. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't rent one of those carts. It seems like everybody else does. They like get those carts and like beep beep on your heels. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably fall off of it or something. Yeah. My mom one time when she was with us, somebody I was on a cart behind us. They were just too tired to walk, I guess. And they're honking their horn at my mom. And there's so many people were all trying to leave Epcot after the um, illuminations. (laughs) She turned out, she goes, don't you honk at me. (laughs) (laughs) I I love it. Mom doing that. (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can even see the look on your mom's face that she'd have. Don't you honk at me. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's a lot to be said to staying off property, you know, but um, but the truth is that if you stay off property back to the fast pass thing, you you only get 30 days in advance and then like all the good fast passes are already taken. Yeah. You know, so I, I really like the max pass better than uh, Disney World's fast pass system. Yeah, it sounds like that would be an improvement. But, you know, there are some sneaky things you could do now because when when the Galaxy's Edge is going to open and we're coming real close to the end of Illuminations. So say you wanted to just get in there and be able to see Illuminations before it's gone. If you consider that everybody's going to be over there checking out Star Wars and you'd say, you know what, that means the rest of the park is open season. That's you true. might be able to get a lot of stuff in and may, probably even go on the, the flight of passage without any trouble because oh. everybody might be over at Star Wars. Let me tell you, we have it like so there there are those rides that you can't get fast passes very easily for. So like Avatar. OK, forget about it. I was getting up at 530 in the morning to be on the computer at 6 a.m. The second they opened up the thing online to order your fast passes <laughs> for the whole week, too. So like because you can only do it 30 days in advance. So I had to do it for each day. It was awful. And avatar was gone and i was like dang it but we checked it of course in the morning and it was like a three hour wait wow and i was like no thanks so we waited until there was like it was around the lunchtime, and there was some parades and shows going on we came back and it was an hour and a half wait and we're like, yes. So we just got in like, <laughs> so, you know, go when there's parades, go when there's yeah. shows, because if you can't get a fast pass, that's your next best bet. 
Yeah, that's also one of the reasons why I haven't seen any Disney fireworks, because when everybody was gathering for yes. the fireworks, we went back over to Splash Mountain, because when we tried to get in the line for Splash Mountain before, it, it, it went down. And yes. so we were like, well, great. Now we can't ride Splash Mountain. So we came back, you know, you know we, we watched the, uh, oh, the light parade that they had back in 2009. I forgot. Oh, uh, yeah. Now. Electrical parade or um, yeah. the Main um, Street Electrical Parade. Well, it wasn't Main Street Electrical Parade. It was the other one. Disney Spectrum Magic. Spectrum yes. Magic. That's Spectrum. it. <laughs> I wish we, we went, made sure we came out and we watched that. Because it was fantastic. But then when everybody was gathering to go watch the fireworks, we was like, okay, let's get after everything we didn't get a chance to ride because nobody was there. So we got on Splash Mountain. We rode Splash Mountain like three times. Then we went over Pirates of the Caribbean, hit that like three or four times. <laughs> you know, we were like, woohoo, we can ride anything we want. You know, so we kind of rampaged through the park. Uh, went back to Haunted Mansion again because I had to. <laughs> but, oh, you know, this the fireworks. But I was like, you know, I'm getting a chance to experience all these attractions. And, you know, fireworks are fireworks. Disney fireworks are special, yes. But, you know, there are just fireworks in the end. So if you can tolerate missing out, <laughs> you know, it's okay. You can write some stuff. I do want to see a good right. you know, show, though, one of these days. I'm, I'm, well, I will, you know. You know, what's funny is, and th okay, so, like, we usually will skip the fireworks, too, because we're the same way. We're, like, we're all about the rides. Yes. But I do love fireworks. So right. um, we always go in the fall. So we go to the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And when you do that, they have two different parades and like two different times they do the fireworks. So it's kind of awesome because you can miss one and get all the rides <laughs> and then watch the second one. Yeah. So, yeah. So we like to do that. So I do get to see the Halloween uh, fireworks. Yeah. See that. And as long as I got to see the Headless Horseman, I'd be happy. Oh, it's so cool. I yeah, love it. So that, that's one of my things on my to do list. And heck, even just visiting the parks, it worked out great because I wanted to make sure I saw at least one parade. And as soon as we went walking in, uh, the Celebrate the, the Dream Come True parade was coming down. As soon as we walked in the gate, mm -hmm. so we stopped and watched the parade. And I was like, well, cool. Now I've seen a parade. I'm not going to have to worry about any more parades. I've seen one and it was awesome. And so now I can do everything else. Yeah. So making sure you at least can get in to see one of them. That's right. enough so then spend your rest of your time doing whatever else you want to do in the park when everybody else is busy watching that parade or watching those fireworks. Get in exactly. and go and have the, have the fun. Exactly. But that's also why you because, you know, if you stay on property, you get those extra magic hours, which we did get to do. So you get that extra hour and you can you can hit a lot of things, although extra magic hours was kind of limited. If I remember, there was certain rides that were open and certain rides they went ahead and closed. Uh, but now they have this thing, Disney after hours that you've done. Well, I haven't done it yet, but we're going in May. And we're going to do it then. So I bought the tickets for it, but I haven't actually done it yet. Ah, but you they have a plan. It. Yes, <laughs> but I have a plan. And so I'm anxious to do it. We're going to go to the uh, Magic Kingdom after hours. It's like a Thursday night. Um, May 2nd, I think, is when we're going to that one. And so basically, um, I believe the hours are from 10 to 1. Um, but they let you go into the park at 7. So our flight gets in like right at five. So we're just going to go straight to our hotel, drop off our stuff, get to the park, go in at seven and then stay super late. <laughs> so, yeah. And this is like a special it's like going to a ticketed event, but it's you're buying special tickets for just going this particular time which $125 in advance or $129 on the same day. So if you really wanted to work it and have maybe less people in the park and you don't mind going at night, you could actually, you know, I, 
I think the average, this is pretty close to the average price of a, a ticket to Magic Kingdom anyway. Yeah. So you could is. actually just like, well, hey, there'll be less people there maybe overnight. So I'll just, you know, let everybody do whatever in the day when it's super hot. And then when it cools down a little at night, that's when I'm going to show up and I'm going to pay just about the same amount for a ticket. But I might have more opportunity to get on something. Well, you actually will most definitely have the opportunity to get on stuff that will be hard to during the day because they only sell a certain amount of tickets. Ooh, so yeah, buying so in advance is probably a good idea. Yes, yeah. So they only sell so many tickets for that day. And so that way the lines can't get super long. So you will have more of an opportunity to ride the the lines, the ones that have the longer lines usually. Yeah, and this the nice thing about this is most people, if they've had their kids out with them that day, the kids are tired. They want to go back to the hotel. Everybody's you know worn out. So you're probably gonna get there. There's gonna be you know less kids are gonna be out there doing this overnight thing. But this will be more the adults. So there's less people all together in the park. So yeah, I, this sounds great. But uh, there's only select nights, I guess they do this. So they have like a mainly on weeknights that they do this, or what? Well, it differs for the different parks. So like mm -hmm. when we're going, uh, May second is um, Magic Kingdom, and it looks like they have it on the Thursdays through May. I didn't really look at the other months, but um, every Thursday through May, it looks like they have them. And then for uh, Hollywood Studios, they have it on May fourth, so that would be a Saturday. And then um, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom, they do it, but it's only like a couple of nights that month. Mm. So it just varies depending on which park. But I didn't see that they did it with Epcot. So I I huh. think it's only Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, and Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I'd be careful about May 4th on that Saturday over in Hollywood Studios because they're probably going to have oh, some Lord. events. <laughs> Good point. I didn't even mm -hmm. think about that. Oh, gosh. They're, they're going to have a bunch of people. They're going to want to be having a Star Wars party of some sort. I haven't heard exactly what they might be doing, but I'll bet That's they'll be having something. Go. I, we were trying to figure. I'm so glad you said that because we were trying to figure out which park we wanted to go to that day. And you just decided it for me. So. <laughs> Because I'm sure there'll be lots of fun stuff going on, but it's going to be yes. crowded. Yes. Well, you're right about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll have to weigh the pros and cons to that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to have a full on Star Wars freak out. And well, if they if they end up having like uh, James Arnold Taylor come in and he's going to be interviewed like they do like a Star Wars weekend style thing. And James Arnold Taylor shows up and he's going to be interviewing some cast member from Star Wars films or something. If they plan on doing anything like that, which I haven't heard anything. So nobody go freaking out thinking that I just announced it. But if they're doing <laughs> something like that, you totally want to be there. So, disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer. I haven't heard what they might be doing, but they typically do something special, even if they just do like some sort of big show in the evening and have a special Star Wars fireworks out over the theater. You know, they've yes. done things like that before. Maybe they'll project something on the Tower of Terror again, like they did that one time. They turned it into a Death Star. Oh, so cool. There's so much stuff they might be doing, but I haven't heard anything yet. I'm, I'm sure they're going to announce something over the weekend with the um, uh, Star Wars celebration going on which you might be hearing this on that same episode, or you might be hearing this a week after, depending upon how much stuff I get from Star Wars Celebration. So take that with a grain of salt. Listener. Yeah, well, if I'm going to Hollywood Studios in May 4th, I will have to like, I'll be all over Instagram. So check it out. <laughs> all right. Well, how do they find you on Instagram? Uh, Disney Dweeb. Okay. Well, it's still Disney Dweeb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Either that or if you, if you look at Neverland Podcast and see who I'm following, I don't know if you can do that. You'll find her. I'm following her, too, because I've seen her even playing with the churro putty stuff. <laughs> yeah, the edible churro slime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this crazy picture. She's like stretching this cinnamon goo. It was kind of fun. <laughs> and it was delicious. <laughs> of course, it's cinnamon. Yes. So. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. What else have we? Uh, oh, yeah, the other thing we with staying off property is you're saving on that uh, that parking fee that they have on the resorts now. Yes. If you plan yeah. on having it yourself, uh, and you were looking, we haven't tried it yet, but you were looking at maybe using Uber or Lyft uh, as a way to get around and avoid yes. those parking fees. Uh, which you were looking at Uber, it's about $11. Yeah, and I I didn't check Lyft. Um, we're going to try both. So we're going, it's just my husband and I this time. We're only going to go for two days because we're going on a cruise for our anniversary. And um, we decided to just kind of hit Disney by yourself for a couple of days without the kiddos. <laughs> so I figured that'd be the perfect time to try Uber and Lyft because I've read articles um, um, you know, advocating for both. And so I've read some of the benefits and I'm kind of anxious because like they say that if you take an Uber or Lyft, um, that you'll get dropped off right at the ticket center. So it's a lot less walking. You don't have to wait for trams. So, you know, you just get in there quicker. Unless you consider the tram part of the experience as a, as a being a ride. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but comparing that, I was looking up what the difference with the minivan services, and we found pricing of just from the airport. The shuttle is $150 each way, gratuity not included. And it operates only from 7 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. And so – well, I, that's mainly, I guess, the airport service. I kind of wonder if when you're doing that late night and, and you're staying off yeah. property, and you're, if you're going to get out there, you know, 1 p.m. and that's when they're closing down for the extra hours, you probably have better chances finding a Lyft or an Uber driver True. than you are, you know, finding a Disney. Well, I'm sure the buses will be running, but if you're not on property, you don't want to hop on their bus. Right, right. So That's that might point. be a good option. I'm sure plenty of Uber and Lyft drivers will stay up late just because, hey, there's going to be some money to be made. So absolutely. Yes, I yeah, you know, I do some Uber and Lyft, so I know how we our brains work. Yeah. We're it's money. <laughs> and I was kind of I was kind of like playing around with the app, and I was just like looking to see how um, quickly somebody could get to me. So I typed in like I was I didn't actually like submit it, so I wasn't being mean, but I was just kind of looking to see how far away, and it looked like the next Uber was like very um consistently like four or five minutes away so it's not like you're going to sit there waiting for a really really long time there it seems like there's a lot of drivers circling just kind of waiting yeah i bet uh, there's probably a waiting area kind of like what we have at the airport here in kansas city we have a waiting area where we're allowed to sit and yeah. wait to be summoned and i'm sure i'm sure there's a bit of a fee that uber and lyft probably might be paying to disney to have maybe a certain area it's possible i'm not saying this right. is how it is because i've not been there but this is what i'm saying is a possibility there's probably a little staging area that they've got an arrangement with disney to have some drivers set up to come and pick up people and yeah and take them back to whatever areas because i mean it's beneficial for disney to have have them there because Absolutely. they can get people the the faster they can get people out of the park the faster they can come in and work their magic overnight and make the places as beautiful as they can right especially exactly. if they need to transition between holidays because wow that's a task yeah and speaking of you know we were talking about doing the special events um after hours and stuff I, we one time went and it was like 
I think we went on Halloween or maybe November 1st. I don't know, but they kind of sometimes they'll go past it to like November 1st or November 2nd for the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. So we did the Halloween party and we were still there when they transitioned over to Christmas and we did the (laughs) Christmas party too. (laughs) So it was fun. We got both, you know, both of them. It was cool. (laughs) Pretty awesome. That is your official nightmare before Christmas trip. That's true. So true. (laughs) Just transitioned overnight. There we are. Yeah. It's like it goes from Halloween to Christmas. Yeah, and another nice thing about, you know, you're staying off property and renting a vehicle, and Lost Boy Eric has talked about this many times, as he's found a place that they, they have, a, like, a warehouse, and I forgot what it's called. I wish he was on here with us. Oh, apparently. character it's warehouse. Called, yeah, like, there's character. You can get a lot of discount park oh, items that, they've, that they don't sell in the parks anymore, but they have it here. Totally. And I, I would go, and I'm, I'm going to, when I get out there, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to smorgasbord, and I'm going to save up money. I'm going to just buy as much useless junk as I can. <laughs> No, and I mean, it's not useless. And here's the coolest part. Okay, so on my Disney Dweeb um, channel, I actually have a video about this. It's called The Character Warehouse, and it's at the Orlando Premium Outlet Mall. And um, it is stuff that was actually at the parks that they're discounting, like they're clearancing out to make room for the new. Because you know how Disney is always like rolling out new merch all the time. Okay, so what's so cool? I mean, like, okay, for instance, you know, the Haunted Mansion tightrope girl dress. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like two hundred dollars. The tag was on it said two hundred dollars. I got it for fifty bucks. Whoa, it's deeply discounted. I'm not kidding. It's like you can get they had the figment plush hats five bucks yeah and the tag on it originally was like 35 bucks wow you know so i i mean i tell you like i i never miss an opportunity to go to the character outlet because it is or the character warehouse outlet because you get really cool stuff that was actually at the park and it's a lot cheaper and then also i i used to make my living for 15 years i did ebay amazon so i would go there and i would stock up on a bunch of stuff and i would ship have it shipped home because like in florida um you can either pay tax or you can pay shipping they don't charge you both so like Mm. a lot of times it's worth it just to pay the shipping because i'm buying so much that the tax it ends up being equal and then i don't have to mess with uh putting it on an airplane yeah and you know so i will have them just ship it directly to my house and um I'll get home and it, there it is waiting for me. <laughs> and um, then I turn around, sell it on eBay, Amazon. And like I bought these Dole Whip trinket boxes for 10 bucks. I sold them on Amazon and I'm not kidding. Sold them on Amazon for a hundred dollars. Jeez. So it's a great way to also kind of make some money back to pay for your next vacation. Or just collect a bunch of stuff. Yes, of course. Well, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I saved one of those Dole Whip trinket boxes because I couldn't, I couldn't sell it. <laughs> like I wanted I want it. One too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm totally bad about keeping stuff too, but yeah. I also sell some. Yeah. See, that would be me. Uh, I don't know how many duplicates I'd buy to sell, but I, well, I'd be buying stuff just because I wanted it. You know, I, know, I, yeah. I, I collect T-shirts, I think, in some ways. I got more T-shirts than I can wear, but I would probably be like, look at this. It's got pigment on it. Oh, you know. Oh, Lord, that's the place you should go because it's cheap. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just I would stock up on T-shirts and hats and, and toys, especially if they have the uh, the Star Wars uh, Mickey Mouse like little figures. You never know what they're going to have. Mm-hmm. They, I, I went there once they had a ton of uh, Star Wars stuff. Like I got the, it was like a Target practice uh, R2-D2. Mm. 
like a laser tag thing. Anyway, it, they they had all kinds of cool stuff there. So. So yeah, so make sure yeah the shipping thing's definitely a good idea, especially because uh, I I when I was there I didn't take advantage of that that they could ship things UPS. I did take advantage of the fact that I could buy something in the parks, and because I was staying on resort, they would ship it uh, to the resort, yes, and I could pick it up on my, my own, which is nice. But then I was trying to pack all this stuff into my bags because I, I was doing all carry on, and right. I bought you know the haunted mansion life game, and this is this big huge box, and I'm trying to shove it down in there and try to fit all my clothes in, and somehow <laughs> I managed. So <laughs> it would yeah. be a lot easier to ship everything home. Absolutely. It's I do it every time just because I don't have to mess with. And, you know, we have so many people in our family. It's like we're already like with six suitcases in the airport. <laughs> you know, who needs another? <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and heck, I try to travel a lot. Usually when Heather and I go somewhere, we can pack everything into one big suitcase and then have a small thing for some toiletries. And, you know, but of course, that's just for going away for a weekend. You know, if, if we were going to spend a few days in a park, we might want a little bit more luggage. So you know, yeah. we'll just have to be smart about it. But always, you know, I either bring an extra bag to collect your souvenirs in or ship it home. <laughs> yeah. And if you're flying with spirit don't even don't even think that you're going to get away with buying an extra bag because it's uber expensive to <laughs> to i swear their baggage stuff it's like 65 dollars to um carry on or check your bag 75 dollars to carry on what in the world are they thinking it's ridiculous it's awful i i i just did not enjoy um spirit airlines at all <laughs> okay well, if eric was here i'm sure he would give an endorsement to american airlines because he works there <laughs> okay well good don't fly spirit <laughs> and i think even when i went down i think it was on american airlines but yeah he gets to fly for free if they have if they have an opening but so that's that yeah. works out very nicely for him so didn't work out nicely to get him to Planet Comic Con this year. So we didn't get to see him, but it works out pretty well when he's just like, "Hey, kids, we have annual passes at Walt Disney World, and look, there's an open flight. Let's go!" Oh my gosh, I'm jealous. Yeah, he's he's really got a nice setup there. So <laughs> I I wish I could be claimed as his long lost brother that somehow or another he could get in on that. <laughs> Can, can you just like I'm his significant other <laughs> nowadays nobody would know <laughs> yeah it's, we're a strange family that's his wife and I'm 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 me <laughs> yeah I'm his third <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm the third I, I I I clean the house that's what I do yeah that's, right. that's what I do sure so okay well any other last minute tips that we've got to make sure we tell everybody before we wrap this up um, yeah, if you're going to Disney World, my favorite tip that I like to use is if you have a Target red card, um, go and buy a Disney gift card at Target using your Target red card and it saves you 5%. So I use that when I'm buying my tickets and I use that when uh, before we go to the parks. So like I have a bunch of Disney cards in my purse uh, when we go to the parks so I can pay, use it to pay for all of our dining and souvenirs and stuff. And 5% is 5%. So, yeah. you know, uh, it saves us quite a bit of money. Have you looked into the discount that they're now offering at uh, what I think it's Sam's Club? They're supposed to have discounted tickets. Um, I asked at Costco because that's where I have a membership. I have ah, not asked at Sam. I, I don't go to Sam's, but ah. I used to, but um, now I'm at Costco. But I asked them and they said, oh, go check on our website. And I haven't done that yet. But I have heard. They said a lot of times it's just seasonal. Mm. Like it's not all the time. It's just from time to time. 
Sounds so, but that would be something worth lurking into. But already, I guess right. if you use your the Disney cards from Target to buy your tickets, you've already gotten a bit of a discount on the card. So right, but I think Costco, from what I understand, because I've read some articles about this from different um, blogs and stuff. From what I understand, sometimes most of the time Costco actually is the better deal. So if you can get it through Costco or Sam's Club, you might want to do that. But um, if you can use Target, like if you don't have a membership to Costco or Sam's, uh, Target gift card works just as well. Ah, so I have a plan then. Okay. Yes. Alrighty, but as a reminder, you are on YouTube and Instagram at Disney Dweeb. Yes. And of course, lots of DUI, including, of course, churro uh, plastic stuff. I keep, <laughs> I keep forgetting. Edible slime. <laughs> yes, slime. For some reason, the word slime is not coming to me, but churro slime amongst. <laughs> You mainly are you been doing like little fun home projects like making decorations and stuff like yes. that. What sort of DUI or DIY are you doing? So like I I did a churro savings fund jar so it looks like churros on the top. Um there some like a Disney Channel logo but with chalk. Um you know, it's just kind of an interesting way to make uh, wall art. And then, you know, just like I made, I made some Disney saddle shoes, you know, like the old 50s looking shoes. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got like little Mickey heads on it. So they're just, <laughs> yeah, because for Dapper Day. So sure. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so just all kinds of stuff like um, there's going to be jewelry DIYs and clothes DIYs and then stuff for the home too. And then I did like um, a, a copycat recipe for beignets, like Mickey Mouse beignets <laughs> and stuff like that. Have you figured out a good way to mix up uh, like a Dole Whip at home? Um, well, I tried several recipes before and honestly, they, none of them are just right. So what I did find though, is that you can actually order the mix Mm-hmm. on Amazon or eBay and make it in your ice cream uh, maker at home. Yeah, if you have an ice cream maker, at least. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not hard. I mean, you can buy them at thrift stores. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, Because yeah, I've heard you can get like soft serve makers now. And so you get that, oh. that right consistency, but that oh. can get expensive. Yeah, I've always just used like the old, you know, electric crank or the crank. Oh, lunch, you know, like a cranker kind of ice cream maker. Yes, so, yes. So that works, huh? Yeah, it huh. works, works great. In fact, when, when dad was sick and we knew he was passing, I went to his house one day. We turned on some Disney shows and watched him and I made Monte Cristos and Dole Whips. And I still have never eaten a Monte Cristo and Philip keeps <gasps> telling me I need to have one. And yes, I was like, well, somebody invite me over for dinner and make them, you know? Okay. Well, the, we'll do that. <laughs> okay. It's done. So okay. <laughs> that, cause I think uh, that's one thing I think I have tried to make at home. I, I found a recipe to try to make a Dole Whip and it had like a, a can of uh, like evaporated milk and some uh-huh. pineapple and I froze it and it made this uh, sinewy, pineapple mess that was kind of sweet tasting but i was like this is bad but i yeah. have found there is uh, out in warrensburg at least there was uh, like a uh a yogurt shop that actually had uh, some actual dole uh, and of course they didn't call it dole whip there but you know it was yes it was pineapple and it was so tasty uh, but it's way out in warrensburg and that's uh, like an hour away well guess what there's one in liberty <gasps> yep I'll, t- I'll get you the address. Because <laughs> yes, Heather's never got to experience this, and it's so tasty. Yes, it's it's in Liberty, and my uh, some of my family members have tried it and said it is absolutely the real Dole Whip. So yes. I'll give you the address. 
Yes. The only other thing I'm still trying to do is I'm still out there looking. I've been on the hunt because they said at Target stores they're supposed to have them. But those those limited edition Mickey bars. Yes, I've been looking too. If somebody finds those in that area, please let me know because I want a Mickey bar. Me too. I've been looking. I haven't found them yet either. (laughs) So but the hunt goes on. That's right. (laughs) I will not be stopped. Anyways, but thanks for coming on and sharing some good tips. Thanks for having me. I'm going to hang on to these notes here because I'm going to I'm going to make this trip happen probably next year on my tax return since we didn't get to do it this year. But next year I'm planning ahead and, you know, working with a travel agent is great. But, you know, maybe I can try to figure out something on my own with, you know, go into this uh, this resort that you all go to with the condo, because if there's only two of us, it'll cost me even less per night. So car rental I think I can make this work and then I can, you know, take that trip over to the ocean and make Heather happy and she can see the ocean and hopefully she can chase some crabs around because when I when I oh, went yeah. to the, the beach on the ocean, the crabs were just they would funny, they were just run into the water and stuff and it was fun. Oh, so. they're fun. And if you go at night, the ghost crabs come out and they're yeah. really creepy but really cute and fun. Yep. And Heather would love it. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's a wrap. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official Lost Boy or Pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit Patreon.com slash Neverland Podcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello everybody, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true. Neverland Podcast, we love you.